Hello, dear love, um, and welcome to Incandescent. This is my first ever video podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Lynn It's very nice to meet you. Although I guess I'm not quite meeting you, you're meeting me, but like I'm still excited to meet you all the same. Um, until very recently, I was masking a lot of who and what I am. And I'd like to come out today uh, since I've never really gotten to introduce myself formally here before. And I wanna start by saying this, you know, it's I'm having the, the revelations, the realizations that my masked self in some ways, she was the better me. Guys, I have to show you the sunset, this is amazing. I'll put this in the description. Um, I don't know if this will take a good picture of it. Oh, sweet babies, so many beautiful clouds. Oh, our dear friends. Oh, if you're like me, I don't know if you had this. Uh, I'll start with this unmasking. This isn't really unmasking. This is me just sharing um, a fantasy from childhood. I would have a recurring dream very often that me and my friends all lived in the clouds with the Care Bears and uh, I believe we're manifesting that dream, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> anyway, in many ways, my masked self almost seemed like better than me. I was looking back at my YouTube and I never really, it's not that I didn't think much about myself. It's just that I didn't think about myself as a human. Like I've, I was pushed out of my body at a very young age because the being I am wasn't allowed to exist. And as an extremely sensitive um, person who receives visions and is connected to the non-physical in a way that just like wasn't allowed or aware of when I was a kid, um, I created walls and barriers to accessing myself. And I mm, almost like created a, a plan, a game plan to try to be like normal and fit in and be loved and get adoration and attention. And the way I did this was by overly giving and overly, um, that's mainly it. I, I <laughs> And it's, it's not that, you know, she was that different. And I refer to my past self as a she. We'll get into more of that um pretty immediately actually <laughs> but it's not that she wasn't all those things i am very giving i am very loving i love everyone i see everyone as an aspect of me i see oneness i see the air i um uh, manifested the experience of being someone who was uh, locked in a couple of different padded cells because in my timeline the being I am and like in the, the the history of beings like me, we were considered like crazy or whatever. Um, and a lot of people had the, the smarts or the wits to hide these things. I didn't really until schizophrenia was a diagnosis on the table and I started to hold some things back. Um, but if you're curious, the diagnoses I did receive were bipolar type 1, depression, anxiety, ADD, because that was before ADHD existed, um, and insomnia and bulimia. Um, and very recently, I had a, a near-death experience, and this is when my mass self died. And, and so I, I'm looking back at all the things my mass self did. And it was really impressive, really amazing. Like she wrote and published a book in 30 days and it became an Amazon bestseller. It's called Super Intense, how working with your emotional intensity makes you a total superhero. And it's like full of typos because who and what I am doesn't care about a lot of um, uh, small detail things. Um, I've always manifested friends 
in my life who help take care of me, um, people who are more in the physical world, I really believe we're all meant to exist and beings and bodies like me just haven't been allowed to be seen yet. And that's why I had um, complex PTSD that I uh, yeah, <laughs> discovered was causing a lot of what I thought was my mental illness diagnoses. In reality, it's just if I allow myself to be the thing I am, I don't feel suicidal anymore. And that's what the the version that of me that everybody loved, my mass self that seemed so much better than the thing I am now in, in accordance with society standards um, at the time that I was like born and raised, that version of me, yes, she may be better for like the world, but I promise you, I am better for me. <laughs> and being my unmasked self makes me feel not only healthier and happier, I feel more clear and able to tune in to that which is best for me. And I truly believe that if all of us take the time to really do that, uh, we'd quite naturally line up uh, in ways more like nature, you know? Like, do you think that the trees and the rocks are plotting their next move? Um, you know, that for me, the way my brain works, I, I've been hiding this all my life, but it's really hard for me to go to the future, go to the past. These things hurt my body extremely badly. Um, and there are, I don't think I'm alone in having a brain like this. My brain must stay in the present moment. This is um, not even a big deal. I think that, that, you know, at the time I was born, it wasn't okay. <laughs> but I think there's more and more acceptance around it. I just want to be clear that <laughs> I have a really hard time with either of those things. And I don't want to change that about me anymore. I used to think, okay, well, I could manifest being better at X, Y, Z. And it's like, yes, I can kind of fight against the flow, but that's not what nature does. Nature goes with the flow. Nature is what it is. I have to be whatever this animal, whatever it wants to be. And my masked self started so early. I, I don't even... Remember, I just know the first time I, I was wishing, I was praying to God that I would die was when I was five. And I truly believe that if I were to come into a world where the beings around me taught me that I am a sovereign being, my body is worthy of being listened to and respected, and I can follow, you know, the way my brain is happiest, you know, like, doing that which which puts me in the best space for the puzzle piece I'm meant to play, just like every other puzzle piece on earth, all humans, all animals, all plants, us all just being the thing that is true to what we truly be, I feel that there will be this great harmony and that there's a large number of us with bodies and awarenesses like me who, you know, we've always sort of seen beyond the physical or sensed beyond the physical or known we are more than the physical and we're sort of waking up to being the awareness of a human animal that has its own unique wants and needs and, and personality in a way, although it's in a different way than the invented one we might've been playing when we were a masked self, right? This one's a little bit more free and like the, the parts of you that made you happiest um, minus the parts of you that made you most scared. And so my unmasking comes with, um, you know, being more open and honest about autistic traits and about 
uh, being an omni-gender person. My past self only really let me be in the awareness of female. However, I knew I was uh, shifting through energies and awarenesses at a young age, and I didn't know what to call it. Um, I just knew I was terrified by it, terrified of being found out. And I shrunk in so much because of this. But I was really fortunate to work at a beautiful uh, youth program in Brattleboro, Vermont, the New England Youth Theater. And um, I might get the title wrong, but I believe the director of the, theater, of the summer camp, uh, Malia Kakia, would start us off by letting us know, let's start with our names and the, our gender pronouns today, knowing these can be fluid concepts. And I had a, a vivid flashback of a younger me with a shaved head just introducing himself as Sonic He Him one day. And that's sort of what started my awareness of realizing all my life I've been someone who shifts um, the energy of that which we call gender when I'm with different people, same with potentially sexual orientation, depending on who I'm with, so that I can be in the smoothest, most harmonious, non-sexual tension energy that there is. Um, and so this is why I believe I've had a very diverse friend group my whole life because I'm not boggled down by the weight of that sexual tension, being an omnigender, omnisexual person who just kind of finds the energy that harmonizes most with whatever is mm, best for the moment. Um, I do want to say I don't claim to know what reality is, but in my awareness, it feels as though we are all one energetic being temporarily in the experience of separate ones and that there's a large group of us currently waking up and we're about to find that which we are calling all sorts of things such as kingdom spouses or twin flames or for me, uh, you know, in my own internal embodiment of it, it was meeting my Sonic the Hepburn, <laughs> uh, my masculine counterpart, um, even though both are everything. Um, it's really difficult to articulate. <laughs> but I feel this large swath of us energetically um, unmasking, letting ourselves be the interesting, strange beings of nature that we be, and um, lining up with an illusion of a, a different counterpart, if that's what we choose. Some are choosing only internally. I'm choosing both internally and externally. Um, porque that's just what feels best to me right now. <laughs> I'm trying to learn Spanish. <laughs> Yay, I just said a word. <laughs> Absent-mindedly, beautiful. Bonito. <laughs> um, and so I'm, I'm really wanting to be honest now that the puzzle piece I am and have always been is one that um, does receive visions and understandings of different timelines and can remember ones that fell away when other people don't remember them. Um, for example, I was 11-11 when I said that. So when, if you're uh, listening, watching, um, and you know it's around the 11-14, uh, which I'm sure these are, if you're like me, I've been seeing lots of 1-4, one, 1-4. Four, one, four. 441, all sorts of things like that. You know us in numbers. We're such dear friends. Uh, we made each other. <laughs> anyway, that's just it. I'm very grateful that I have now manifested friends and a friend group that all honor and respect this weird thing I am that must be a beacon of an anchor of love and the present moment. We all have different roles that we play energetically, and this 
vessel, this being is just an anchor of love in the present moment. And it's a very important role. And your role is a very important role, even if you're a different one. Like if you're someone who's here to more manipulate physical uh, reality, which I am too. Um, I am, too, we all are. It's just, I sense this feeling of like, we take turns being in different awarenesses and roles and energies. And we're coming into a timeline where those of us who had been deemed crazy all our lives, we're now ushering in, um, we're, we're kind of the tour guides for people who used to laugh at us and call us crazy, who are now waking up and going, wait, what? Who said that? <laughs> Earlier today, I was hearing music coming from like every corner. It was like jump around and be like in that corner and then it would be over here. And it's like, I had this awareness of people waking up and being like, oh my God, that's scary, right? But take it from me as someone who is locked in padded cells. <laughs> just gotta own it baby your reality is your reality and no one else's <laughs> and it's all you somehow I don't get it I do not get it I don't claim to get it um I just know I can't pretend that I am the type of human who sees physical reality first because I don't and I think now that I'm being more honest and in, in, in my human animal now that I'm allowed to exist in this body um as an omnigender, omnisexual person, like we're finally in a timeline where that's accepted and, and neurodivergence is accepted. All these things that I used to be so scared to express myself as, it's like, well, now that's what we are. Like we are, um, we're all letting ourselves be the thing we be now. There's so much love and acceptance everywhere because so many of us are waking up and remembering our oneness. And so I want to end on this. If you're aware of a kid, a child who is just so strange and so sensitive and can't be still maybe or can't seem to plan ahead or re recall things from the past, get curious about the awareness and understanding that perhaps they're the ones transmuting the energy in your household and in your family. They're the body that's like taking it in. And un unless you connect them with someone, oh, this is a beautiful sunset. Unless you connect them with someone who has learned like how to handle their body in that way, it can be extremely scary and it can feel really overwhelming because our, these types of bodies like mine are extremely sensitive energy sensors. And, and so that's why I, my dad's first adjective to describe me as a kid and as a baby and like still to this day probably would be super intense. He didn't say super, I added that. <laughs> I like to view myself as a superhero. I love uh, the analogy we made for ourselves with all of these superhero movies. We're so brilliant, aren't we? Um, anyway, um, if you have a kid like this, or, or even if you were a kid like this, and now you're like, oh, I have so much unmasking to do, just know once you start doing it, you naturally line up with other people who love you as you are, because that's how the energy works. And um, as my world's getting bigger, I'm starting to see uh, that there are perhaps some beings beyond that, um, but that they're just shadows of my past self who wouldn't have accepted me. And so I love those shadows. Um, and anyway, yeah, living through this awareness is certainly making me someone who seems less way less organized, and I was already never that uh, brilliant at it, except now I feel I'm understanding my organizational systems much better. But I, I may appear as though I'm someone who's always maybe late or going to the wrong places or um, uh, bumping into things and things like that, like unaware of space and time. But actually, I'm an energy flower and I'm, I'm doing that which I'm called to. For example, like I bumped over um, a bunch of art, my favorite place in the world, the Vermont Comedy Club. 
second only to Poseidon's Fury at Universal Studios in Florida. And the art went spilling everywhere. And past my past me, that the, my masked self would have felt like, oh no, I'm gonna be found out. Like, I'm so clumsy, I don't want anyone to know. But I was like, perfect. Because in my awareness to my left where it fell, there was a line of strangers. And they started to bond because they were picking up the art together. And so I was just that little energy piece. And so if you have a kid like this, you have a kid who's an, an energy flower. And this means if they're like me, their awareness of their gender is probably fluctuating. And, um, and I'm going to add this. It's going to get a little bit explicit. So stop here if you would like. When I was a kid, I was um, technically in a, a human body that could have been deemed as intersex. I, from my understanding, you could choose either perception of female only or intersex. But my, um, again, I'm getting quite explicit, so stop watching if this isn't for you. <laughs> um, my hymen was closed um, and it, there was multiple. And there was a couple of holes here and there, but they were so tiny you couldn't even fit a pinky in. Um, and another kid operated on me because I was too scared. I'd been scared since like birth about who and what I was because I hadn't been allowed to exist. So I was like, that example of, it was like months of, of um, basically physical torture, but I, I was in the awareness of it was okay because I was, um, it was love, you know, like, so whatever. <laughs> um, but when I finally went to a gynecologist years later, she literally, her jaw dropped. She she, she gasped and she reprimanded me really dramatically and was like, you were supposed to have surgery and now it's too late. Like this is, um, and you know, that's just one example of very, very, very many dark situations I was in from being a human that wasn't allowed to exist as a kid. And so if you're an adult watching this now and you're like, I was that kind of kid too, not having the same situation as me, but uh, your own thing like that. We all have our own darknesses that we manifested um, for our own growth and evolution and waking up in this game. And and we're now going to usher the way for other people to help wake up in this game. And I, I, I want to say all of this because it's time for us to be more open and honest about who and what these human animals are. We're just beings of nature, just like everything else. I grew up on a timeline where human body parts were the stuff of literal haunted houses. You would walk around and you'd put your fingers into grapes where the they were peeled and it was supposed to be eyeballs. Ooh, spooky. Or like there would be like um, a skeleton hanging. Ooh, spooky. It's like, wait, that's what we are. <laughs> but we... Um, brainwashed children to think that our bodies were terrifying. <laughs> um, I was never in mine until my death. And fortunately, um, if you're like me, you were also very sensitive. I keep saying I'll end here. I'll end when I end, dear darling. Um, uh, but I manifested the awareness of um, doctors being my trauma as a kid because I was too sensitive and always wrong. And uh, there's a great episode in Louie when his daughter is like, I see everything. And um, <laughs> and she's like complaining about something I don't know and the doctor just writes her off and I felt so seen in that moment thank you <laughs> to Louis CK and um anyway I had doctor trauma and when I had my near-death experience I manifested the awareness of Dr. Dane Hare's 10-hour loops I'll link them below they're amazing and I I would just play them all the time and I feel like uh, oh and I read the book embodiment Mm. It felt so validating to have a doctor finally say I was allowed to listen to my body. 
Um, which now, you know, I'm in a timeline where doctors are kind to me and caring for me and all this stuff. It was all before just energy. You know, I was, I was seeing that, which I was feeling and I was feeling only fear. So I was seeing all sorts of fear. And if you're like me, you've been working for a long time to forgive and remove all sorts of fear. And now it's our time. We did it. We're entering into some other awareness and reality where, where we're discovering our interconnectivity and how that's affecting the nature of reality itself. And how if we so choose, you and I together can make this a prophetic word in, in a way in which we see ourselves as the ushers of this new reality that is very akin to that which I was having fantasies of as a child, where we are metaphorically speaking in the clouds as and with the Care Bears and each other, holding hands and just having a joyous time. There's more than enough resources. There's more than enough light and love and kindness on this planet. Um, ooh. It is merely our disallowal of that which we are that causes our unworthiness that then manifests people who can manipulate and control us because they must exist if we... There's always an energetic counterpart. They couldn't exist if we didn't feel that way. We're one being, and they're not wrong. They're seeing the world in a completely different way, and it's all beautiful. It's all right. Nothing has gone wrong. Um, and so anyway, I'm no longer masking. I am introducing myself as... Uh, both Sonic Hepburn and Marissa Lynn. Um, I'm an Imon, Imon, whatever last name I feel like using because it's been different my whole life and I used to get so anxious about, oh no, if I'm not honest. Um, but what is honesty? What is reality? What is identity? I just wish to be a loving vessel for this and awareness of this animal to let it be as authentic and true to itself as it can be and I truly believe that us both doing that together all of us being our own mm, awareness of our animal and choosing to let it express and be and do what it asks is going to line up with this really blissful beautiful reality for us all and we're likely going to manifest some shadows of our past selves popping up. And we have to remember that that's what that is and love them. That's my personal opinion and experience. And if we wish to choose this to be a prophetic word together, then we can choose to um, all believe that together because that amplifies the belief, solidifying the future in which we all see ourselves as beings of love. Goodbye, being of love. <laughs>